0: Welcome to the Loud Thinker Podcast, hosted by the Loud Thinker, that's me. Here you will listen to conversation from a Black, opinionated woman, which makes me above. Conversations will range from highly inflammatory topics such as politics, race, current events, you name it. What you will get are my thoughts, my opinions, my feelings, because I am free from groupthink. So get comfy and enjoy the Loud Thinker experience. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of The Loud Thinker, and you get to spend some time with the host, that's me, also known as The Loud Thinker. All right, so today's topic is about the Black Utopia, so check this out. A friend of mine, maybe about a year or so ago, he says to me, you know, you are like the Black Utopia." You represent the black utopia so I'm like okay first of all I freaking hate that I hate this assertion that I represent the black utopia now I'm just gonna say the reason why I'm kind of like in my feelings so it was meant to be a compliment right you know it wasn't meant to be uh, uh, shady or anything like that this was meant to be like man like no That's like on the good, good, you know? But, you know, I hated that because although I'm blessed, you know, as far as I know, my children are healthy, my husband is healthy, I I think I might be healthy, Um, you know, my diva cat's healthy. Um, I think it's just the reason why it bothers me because I, I, ideally, I just want to like be part of the American utopia. And I know logically that the vast majority of Americans do not see me as being part of this country, but you know, I am American, I was born here. I served, you know, in the military, I served my country and I am just as much as an American as everybody else. Unless we start really going back and we start talking about the indigenous peoples, the uh, Native Americans and some of the people who are living or who are from Mexico. Now I want me to digress. But you know, I just hated this whole like you are the black utopia. I was like, what? Because it's, it's it's almost as if like the black utopia, the way I I don't know, it's just deemed to be different. You know, like it's subpar. Like it's it's a different type of utopia because it's, it's not like, you know, the greater American utopia. So, but I I, reckon, I I represented. I'm sorry, the black utopia according to my friend. So I'm like. Well, that kind of sucks because it sounds like the barrier for entry is actually quite low. I mean, think about it. Now, don't get me wrong. I have a good life. I don't want anyone to think that that I am complaining about my 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 um my situation or anything like that. I'm blessed, and 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 that's all. All I want to get into, right? I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't. How do I say this? It's not that I can't appreciate, you know, how good God has been for me, but it just seemed like the barrier for entry was really low. I mean, it was like, well, have you never been to jail? Check. H- have you, you know, achieved um, sec- um, any kind of secondary or tertiary you know, education? Check, check. Can you halfway speak with some common sense? Triple checks? You know, for some people, you know, it's synonymous with having a white collar job. I hate when they call it a white collar job, you know, but can't they just call it a professional job? But I don't know. It was almost as if like, you know, by virtue of my black and black blackness, you know, like I don't qualify for the American utopia or the American dream. I qualify for this, this, this subset, this, the black utopia. I freaking hate it. It was like I was being chosen to represent all of the blackity-black blacks. (laughs) You know, like I said, the spirit in which the comment was made was not meant as a negative thing. It wasn't. So, you know, I went to my handy-dandy friend, Google, and apparently I found the Miriam Online definition that stated that utopia is a place of ideal perfection. Especially in laws, government, and social conditions. Now, for those of you who have any sort of pulse and who were not living under a rock, you know, this is um, being recorded during the time frame where we're dealing with the post reactions from the George Floyd killing where that policeman um, knelt on his neck for eight plus seconds and, and literally killed a black man in front of the America's eyes. We're dealing with uh, the Karen culture, you know, where we have white women who are Engaging in calling the police on black people, and we're we're seeing all the videos of the police brutality. We've got the marches. We've got all that good stuff happening right now, right? Well, I'm not saying that the tragedies are good, but you know, the protest is is good. So, getting back to this this definition about utopia being a place of ideal perfection, especially in laws, government, and social conditions. <laughs> That is what utopia is defined by. So I'm trying to figure out what is this black utopia because the last time I checked, you know, (laughs) I am black and, or if I'm being proper, it's African-American. You know, I, you know, the law is not going to be fair to people who look like me. It's not gonna be fair. It hasn't been. You know, the social conditions. I, I don't I don't even know. Like I don't think I even need to really deep dive on that. I mean anybody with a pulse who's not living under a rock should be able to understand and discern where I'm going with this. So, like I said, I know I live a pretty darn good life. But The black utopia, I don't know. It just kind of bugged me. Uh, Last time I checked, no, I don't maintain the struggles of maybe somebody who's starving, you know. But at the end of the day, one thing in my family, we know. If the police pulls us over, well, primarily my husband, for some reason the police have been pretty nice to me, but my husband... Yeah, they pull him over, you know, he's gonna be treated as as a black man. Not as a black man with a professional job, a black man who's not on the path of of incarceration, you know. He's not gonna be treated as a black man who, who just cares for his family. He's gonna be treated as a black man. A black man, and in the eyes of Americans, or, or many Americans. I shouldn't say all Americans. It's he, He's a criminal. He's dangerous. He's subhuman. Okay? Now, let me just pause here to say, my husband and I, we have white friendships. Normally, I struggle with saying friends, right? I say relationships. But we do have white friendships okay and we appreciate our white friends but we are not under any illusion that their experience and our experience through life is going to be the same and the ones who consider themselves to be our friends recognize that too so we have to have honest conversations and relationships. So with the friends of ours who we are closer to, we do have uncomfortable conversations. And that's the only way we can learn from each other and grow from each other. And then we just tend to like enjoy our drinks and food afterwards. But anyway, let me just bring it back. Bring Just bring it back, bring it back, bring it back. Um, I wanted to circle back to the fact that at the end of the day, my husband and I and our four children, we are a black family and they people aren't going to care if we're a black family who lives in an urban environment or who lives out in the suburbs where we are. We live in a safe neighborhood. We live in a really nice neighborhood. We're, we are not under any threat of violence. My children are unaware of certain things. I guess they live in a protective bubble. That's sometimes good, sometimes bad, but they are becoming more aware because we did not censor them from watching what was happening on television. You know, when they were watching people call the police on a man while he's sitting there just trying to watch birds in, in, in Central Park, New York City, Amy Cooper. I have not forgotten you. You weaponized that privilege, man. That, that was, that, that was just team too much. And my children did not have the luxury of being shielded, or, of, of um, you know, not having to like watch that. We didn't censor that because at the end of the day, they're still black children. They're black children. They're going to be judged by the color of their skin. Their beautiful skin, such beautiful skin. Did I tell you how cute my kids are? My kids are really cute, by the way. And and I know I'm biased, but my kids are, oh, they're so cute. But um, yeah, so we have the same issues when we go out, you know, people are going to assume certain things. Now, granted, you tend to to frequent areas where you don't have to worry about those things and people talk to you nicely and... Hello, Mr. So-and-so, and oh, it's so good to see you, blah, 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 the kids are getting so big, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, right? But, but just, I just want people to understand, like, we, we, we may not have the same issues as those who might be living in austere conditions, but we're not under any illusions here. You know, we really want the same things as the rest of the people in the United States of America. We want our children to be healthy we want our children to get an education we have some of the same worries and insecurities like is that boy over there normal he might be a little suspect because i think that he may have a screw loose you know we deal with the same things as every other family but we know that the color of our skin is another added thing on top so this this utopia you know i don't know like i said We still get pulled over by the police, or at least my husband does. I have to lean in on my oldest and let him know that he doesn't have the luxury of trying to be average because his mood is, he just doesn't feel like producing. You know, even in this so-called black utopia that my friend thinks we live in, we are reminded of who we are. We are We are not exempt from the laws, the government, or any of these social conditions that afflict us in normal everyday life. So, yeah, my husband and I haven't been in jail. I don't know. I think my husband was when he was a kid because he was a hot mess. But, yes, we do both higher education. We both are employed in STEM fields. You know, for those who don't know what STEM is, that would be science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. Or was it medicine? Heck, I'm in a STEM field and I'm butchering the acronym. I... I, you know, we we both have traveled out of the country. My husband actually married me. No, he didn't abandon his children. I don't know, does that equate to being part of the Black Utopia? I mean, is this as good as it gets? If I just can meet that low barrier of entry, like, hey, you haven't been in jail and and you guys actually are together with your kids, so that, that makes me part of the Black Utopia? If I live in, you know, suburbia, is that part of the black utopia? I don't know. All right, so that's that's pretty much it. I know that I, I kind of like, I I didn't mean to like suck the energy out, but it just kind of like messed me up a little bit. I'm like, well, why does that have to be what, what makes us part of the black utopia? <laughs> you know? He said, well, you're considered wealthy. I'm like, wealthy. And now, now let me just say this. We are not wealthy. Well, it depends on who you talk to. And when I, when I bring that up and, and everybody has this definition of wealthy and what he was saying is like, you know, you don't worry about where your next meal is coming from. And that's true. So that I, I guess that would be considered a sign of, of wealth, right? Um, when you don't have to worry about where your next meal is coming from. Remember, like I said, to being part of the black utopia, there's a low barrier of entry. (laughs) If you don't go to jail and you can afford to eat, you know, you're rich. And maybe if we're going by that definition, then we are. I feel like we should leave that term for those who have accomplished far more than (laughs) what my husband and I have done. Because at the end of the day, we still have to work, okay? We are not, and I know utopia is not just based off of wealth, but with wealth comes access to, you know, hopefully better health. If you can eat better food, have access to better food and education, opportunity, um, healthy environment in terms of fresh air and and that type of thing. Okay. Um, I don't know. I know, I just want to, hey, thank you guys for listening to this. I I know this is probably kind of like, what is she talking about? I hope you're going to tune back in. I hope to hear from you guys. Just be safe out there. And uh, all right, until next time. Take care. Bye. That's it, my fellow thinkers. Thanks for tuning in to the Loud Thinker podcast. Whether good or bad takes, one thing is certain. They are my takes. Remember, I am free from groupthink. And something tells me you are too. If you want to hear more from me, my Twitter and Instagram handles are the loud thinkers with an S. Thank you for tuning in and see you next time.